Hey guys, welcome to The Good, The Bad and The Ghosted, the weekly dating podcast that covers the good, the bad and everything in between. Each week I'll be chatting to different guests about everything from dating and mental health, self-love, sexual empowerment and so much more. Trust me, you are not going to want to miss this. On today's episode, I chat to the gorgeous Marissa Jane, who recently launched her podcast, Selfish Sesh. We chat all things self-love, and of course, Marissa shares her top dating tips to live by. Welcome to The Good, The Bad and The Ghosted. No worries. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah. Um, why don't we kick things off with you telling me a little bit about yourself and your podcast and the platform that you're about to launch? Of course. So my name is Marissa Jane. I am a 25-year-old, mostly straight female living in Melbourne, Australia. So I will try not to use too much Aussie slang and swear words throughout, <laughs> which you're a bit known no, for. No, please, feel free. <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely swear way too much. But um, <laughs> full-time I work as a publicist, so I specialise in fashion and lifestyle brands. Oh, cool, And Great. Yeah, so that's really cool. Very hectic, lots of parties, which is good. And outside <laughs> of work, I am a bit of a party girl. Love and it. And I am very boy obsessed. Um, I always have somebody new on my arm on the weekends. I love uh, that. Aren't we all? I too am boy yeah. obsessed. <laughs> I like to say I'm Samantha from Sex and the City for short. That is like That's literally so me. good. I love that. <laughs> um, and yeah, so in my spare time when I'm not working or drunk or hungover, which is like 99% of my waking hours, um, I run Selfish Sesh. So that's a pod's cast that is just about to launch so next Monday my first episode drops and basically the podcast explores self-love sex relationships um, and self-confidence without all of the bullshit and it really aims to inspire people to live their life unapologetically with grace humor and a touch of sarcasm I'm very sarcastic (laughs) um I started the Instagram about two years ago under a completely different name and it was more so just about like dating and relationships Mm -hmm. um and then just recently I rebranded it and decided to turn it into a podcast um and yeah I'm just so excited to share my stories I guess I love podcasts I listen to them all the time and I Mm -hmm. work with them a fair bit but yeah I guess there wasn't anything that really touched on like finding your true identity in this world without being that bit corny. Like I listen to so many like self-love podcasts and half of them are a bit culty. Mm -hmm. Didn't want that in my life. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's just why I started it. Um, And yeah, I'm going to be interviewing people from all different walks of life, from business women to footy players and yeah. Okay, great. That's really amazing. Um, So I think this might be, I mean, it's such a vast question, but what is self-love and like, what do you think that means to people? Of course, I, that is such a big question. I'm like, where do I start? But I think self-love is just knowing who you are in this world and not being afraid to take up the space that you are meant to take up. Mm -hmm. I think especially as females, we're often told to really like minimise ourselves and keep ourselves inside a box. And it's just so important to know exactly who you are in this world and bring your light um, as much as possible. I think, you know, it's about taking care of yourself, putting yourself first and foremost. 
Um, and yeah, just not putting anyone before you and your needs and desires. Absolutely. And have you taken a journey like that yourself? Because you said, I mean, you're you're 25, which, you know, I don't want to sound patronising, but, you know, is, is, is quite young still. Mm. So have you always felt this way and quite passionate about this subject or is it something you've been on a journey with yourself? Yeah, definitely. And I know I am so young. I, I feel <laughs> like it's so hard. It's like you can't preach on too hard. I have so much life left to live. But no, but basically... you know what, though? I think you can because I think as women and especially being so young with social media and stuff like that, it's hard. Like, you know, mm. you're always comparing yourself. And I think to have these views and like how you feel about self-love at that age, I think is amazing. I think so many people would want to be able to talk about it so passionately and feel it like you obviously do. So I think fair play. I mean, you might be young, but I think many people would want to feel the exact same way, especially when they were that age. Yeah, exactly. And I guess about 18 months ago, I was at a really, really low point. I was seeing a psychologist for a number of reasons. Half of it was toxic boyfriends and also really bad self-esteem issues. Mm -hmm. um, and I was diagnosed with depressive traits and symptoms and was being monitored for depression. Um, yeah, okay. So, yeah. And a lot of it, as I mentioned, had to do with self-esteem. I work in PR and I am surrounded by the most beautiful people constantly, <laughs> both in the office, like PR girls are renowned for being quite good lookers. Um, and also <laughs> like I'd go on to jobs and I'd be surrounded by celebrities, influencers and models constantly. And yeah, I just did not feel up to that. My self-esteem and self-confidence was the lowest it had ever been. And Obviously, when the word depression comes up, you don't take that lightly. And that was kind yeah, of a of kick up the ass. And I wanted to change. So I have been, you know, implementing all these different techniques and strategies into my life to feel really happy and confident in who I am. And it's so interesting just to see where I was 18 months ago to where I am now. Like, even my mm -hmm. friends are like, you are a completely new person. I can't believe that you like 18 months ago, thought about not even wanting to be on earth anymore. And now you want to change everyone else's thoughts in the world because you know yeah. that life is so worth living. There's so many amazing things and mm -hmm. yeah. I think it's amazing because, you know, as you said, like it's, it's something you really actively have to work on. And I mm. think some people just assume that, you know, you either love yourself or you don't. There's no kind of in between. And I think it does take a long time. Like, I mean, I just turned 30 in the summer and like, I kind of feel like I'm still finding myself and like, I'm quite a confident person. Like I mm. hold myself quite well, but don't get me wrong. Like there are times when I look in the mirror and I'm just like, oh my God, like what the fuck? <laughs> mm. um, and, you know, I think everyone has those moments and I just think it's, you know, probably something that you constantly need to work on throughout your life because there's always going to be ups and downs there's going to be people that test you in certain situations that test you and will test your self-confidence and and potentially push your self-esteem and you know I think it's so important that people realize that it is an ongoing battle and something that you just constantly have to work with. Exactly and I think it's all about being dependent on yourself at the end of the day whether you're with someone or you're not, you're the only person that is going to be there for yourself 100% of the time. And whether you like yourself or not, you're stuck with yourself. So you better learn to love yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I really couldn't agree more. So having gone on this journey yourself, what, you know, 
advice or, or tips would you give somebody who, you know, might be in a similar position to, to where you were 18 months ago or is kind of wanting to start a journey of, you know, finding themselves and confidence and self-love? Where would you uh, like tell them to start? Like, where do you begin? There are so many places to begin. And the <laughs> one, like my number one tip of advice is literally a little bit of a cliche and it sounds so lame, but it genuinely changed my life. I would force myself to get up every single morning and tell myself three things that I liked about myself. And it could be to do with my appearance, as simple as, oh, my skin looks really nice today. I don't have any pimples. Great. Or it could be, you know, I do have a beautiful heart. I really care for my friends. So every day I would look in the mirror and say it out loud. Some days, of course, I did not do it. I was like, this is just bullshit. But then other days, and as I started to do it more and more, I wouldn't actually say it out loud, but I would just constantly think about the things that I like about myself. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I could name a hundred things that I like about myself. I'm an annoyingly confident person now. And, (laughs) but the best thing that came out of that was I learned how to recognize those negative thought patterns. And as soon as they come in and I still get them every day, not every day, but I get them. I know how to turn them off. I can go, okay, no, don't think like that. That's just your mind playing tricks on you right now. That's not true. Mm -hmm. You're not dumb because you stuffed up this at work. You made a mistake. Or like most recently I was trying to find an outfit for my birthday and I couldn't find anything. And automatically my head goes into you're not good looking enough to wear something like this or you can't yeah, pull that everyone off. everyone can relate to Exactly. That, yeah. And then <laughs> I literally came home and my housemate was like, oh, did you find anything for your birthday? And I said, no, nothing suited my mood because my mood was having a fat day. I wasn't having yeah. a fat day. I'm the same size as I am every other day and I'm sure, you know, tomorrow I could try on that exact same dress and really like it. But that yeah. day just wasn't working for me. So you do need to recognise that and also knowing not every day is a good day. Bad days mm-hmm. just make room for better days the next day. That's amazing. It's such a good way to think. And do you think you should embrace the bad days as well? Like I, I know, you know, with a lot of kind of self-help and self-care, they always kind of point towards, you know, don't wallow, don't mm. dwell, don't be sad, don't sit in your sadness. But I sometimes feel like, you know, if you wake up and you have a day where you think, I don't want to work out, I don't really feel my best today, I just kind of want to be in my pyjamas, watch shit TV, you know, do you embrace that or do you still kind of like give yourself a bit of a kick and say, right, get a grip, you're absolutely fine, get on with your day and do what you were going to do anyway? Or do you kind of embrace those feelings? That is so funny you've asked me this question because I touched on it (laughs) on my first podcast and it is this year, I really actually want to sit in my emotions. I think it is really important. And I think, you know, it's it's really easy to have a shit day and let it roll over to the next day. But I yeah. would rather 100% feel really sad one day, cry the whole time, watch sad movies, eat my feelings, mm-hmm. and then the next day go, okay, yesterday, we're just going to package that up in a nice little bow, burn it and start the new (laughs) day fresh I actually do think you need to feel your feelings a hundred percent yeah when you feel them otherwise you become more more emotional because you're like 20 percent sad for seven days instead of being a hundred that was really bad math 100 (laughs) percent sad for one day (laughs) yeah no I agree and I think it's you know I'm a firm believer of like you know the more you 
kind of push away those sad feelings or those negative emotions, they almost just build up inside of you and you're kind of putting on a smiley face on the outside, but inside you literally feel like you're going to explode. So I think you do sometimes, Mm. it's almost like in relationships, you know, you also, you need to embrace an argument. You need to have a disagreement with your partner because, you know, if you ignore those feelings and you ignore how you feel, then eventually, you know, the tiniest little thing, maybe they didn't put the toilet seat down or they've left, you know, they haven't Mm. loaded the dishwasher correctly. You know, you're literally just going to explode and it's got nothing to do with that, but it's got everything to do with like you basically just like pushing all your feelings down constantly. So I think that's why it's also good to just embrace how you feel because otherwise eventually somebody's going to get it that, you know, doesn't intend to get it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We've all been that girl that's had one too many wines at the party and has spent the whole time crying about one thing when really it was something that happened a week ago that was really on your mind. Exactly. That's so funny. So I think obviously my podcast is all about kind of like dating and, and relationships and kind of different things that go into that. So again, probably a very wide range question, but (laughs) And I mean, I want to try and avoid the cliches, but obviously there is the main one is that you have to love yourself before you love somebody else. Everyone hears that constantly. They get it Mm. jammed into them. It's a little bit annoying, but it is true. So why Mm. do you think that self-love is so important in a relationship or when you're dating? Yeah, I think going to that love yourself first saying I just don't know how you can be with someone until you fully know exactly who you are, what you like, what you dislike. Mm -hmm. Like, I I don't know. It's, It's really hard to explain. I just think, I think back to like my past relationships and I had no idea who I was and I'm a completely different person now. And how can you give someone love when you can't give it to yourself? I, I don't know. It's just so such a weird concept to think about not loving yourself but someone else is more important to you than you absolutely and I think as well like it's it's so easy to when you are in a relationship and you do find that maybe you have lost yourself over time Mm. that you know you're not giving you that that person is more important than yourself you're not looking after yourself you're not you know doing what you would usually do you're not acting the same way so I think it's Mm. you know it is really important and it's like again another cliche phrase not to throw them at you all the time but you know you can't pour from an empty (laughs) cup which I I heard someone say that I was actually doing a workout a couple of weeks ago and somebody said it and I was like oh wow like I've I had heard that phrase before but I've never really thought about it like that when you just think about it so simply and it is it's so so true and I think it's you know it's self-love it's confidence it's self-esteem because you know, how many times, I mean, you mentioned about being in a toxic relationship. I mean, how many times do you think people have found themselves in situations like that? And it is down to the fact that, you know, they haven't been confident enough to, you know, say that something doesn't feel right or, you know, disagree Mm. with their partner. So, you know, if you don't mind talking about it, when you found yourself in that, in that relationship, how, how were you feeling? Yeah, of course. Look, I did not love myself when I was with him and to be honest, mm-hmm. I don't think he really ever loved me. Um, and we were never boyfriend, girlfriend, and he had a little bit of drug abuse, substance abuse issues. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that was really, really tough. And to be honest, that was something that made me realise I was so ready to look past someone's red flags 
and kind of the things that are really important to me because I just wanted to feel love. I wanted to feel someone next to me every night and, you know, now I I would never ever date someone like that. Yeah, exactly. And there's nothing wrong with him and his story, but it wasn't the right story to intersect with my life Mm -hmm. at that time or any time, to be honest. Yeah. And was he the reason for your self-esteem issues and confidence issues or was that stemming from something else? I think my self-esteem issues definitely came from work and being surrounded by such gorgeous people. But then also it did come from dating. Like I was in a relationship for four years and then once I came out of it, dating apps were a thing. They were never a thing before that. And it's a completely different world. It's all based on looks. You have to date about a hundred people before you find someone half decent and in it for good yeah, intentions. Don't. It's painful. <laughs> it is. And dating and the way it is today in this day and age is so bad for your self-esteem and self-confidence. It's so and- bad. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Like I'm we're very, very much on the same page. Like I find yeah. that like my self-esteem as much as like, you know, dating apps, it's fun. It's fun for a moment, right? So like, mm. you know, when you're feeling good about yourself, it's, you know, maybe a bit of an ego boost sometimes. But there are times when like, you know, you might see someone and you swipe and they obviously haven't swiped back. And, you know, it really does. You realise, I think, over time that it really does affect you. Um, and mm. I think as well, like, I was actually talking to a friend yesterday about it, about how I almost got trust issues as well from it because... You know, oh, there are people out there who would say, you know, certain things like you know, in um, an interview I did with um, with another podcast, like talking about like, you know, the promise guy who says all these things that he wants and, and mm. what he wants to, you know, do and the life he wants to have, but then they just disappear. And I think if you come across that so much, it's hard to trust people, even though, because I mean, I think people assume trust issues come from if you've been cheated on or, you know, if you've been with a partner who hasn't treated you very well. But it's funny how when you actually think back that, you know, you can actually gain issues from never even having a relationship and actually going through the whole rigmarole of actually dating. Yeah, look, dating apps, I think, are awful. I I don't mind them now. Like, I think they're all fun and games, but... Like I see a lot of my friends who are single and they're just like crumbling at the moment. I had a conversation with a friend the other day and she was like, I hate dating apps because if a guy saw me in real life, he wouldn't like me. Like I don't look like my photos. I'm like, no one looks like their photos. Their photos, you're choosing the best reel of you. The best ones, right? Yeah, exactly. exactly. And, you know, I could just see how low her self-confidence was and – I just said to her, at the end of the day, a guy really doesn't care. If he wants to have sex with you, he's going to have sex with you. And (laughs) she was just like, I don't know. I don't know how to date. And I'm like, I need to take you out with me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I'll show you the ropes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, exactly. All my friends are like, how are you so confident? They see me at parties and they're like, no one does what you do. And I'm like, taking some time. (laughs) It's like you said, I think you just have to be unapologetically yourself Mm. because when it comes to dating in general, at the end of the day, you're going to meet someone, you're going to end up with somebody who loves you for you. There's no point pretending to be somebody else or, you know, being someone who you think they want you to be because at the end of the day, you'll get found out and you'll just end up 
by yourself again. So exactly. I just think I'm such like a firm believer in just being, you know, not even like, the, I don't want to say like the worst of yourself, because that obviously sounds negative, but just <laughs> show them every part of you oh. because that's just who you are. So just own it. And if they like it, great. If they don't, then it's their problem. A hundred percent. And like one of my friends and I have so much respect for her she's like my life mentor but there's one bit of advice she always gives me and I just disagree with it so much and it's don't (laughs) sleep with someone on on the first date and I go well that's an important part of who I am and the person I end up with Mm -hmm. is going to be okay with that so you know whether it's one date 10 dates that doesn't matter to me but if someone is saying one date that's too soon I don't want to be with that type of girl. Well, you don't want to be with me then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I genuinely, I feel like you're my like counterpart on the other side of the world. I know, I I know. Exactly the same way. (laughs) Because that's the thing is like, and I've seen things before. And at the end of the day, you know, there are people out there who have been married for 60 years who had sex on their first date or maybe didn't even reach their first date. Or there's people who waited until the fifth, sixth, seventh, whatever date. And then it ended a few dates after that. So I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it. And like you said, if you want to do that, like, you know, you do you. And if they don't like it, then they're just not the person for you. So I really, I exactly. really Exactly. You always, I feel like everyone has their own dating rules. Mine are probably <laughs> less PG than others. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just have to know what you'll stand for, what you'll take and what you won't mm-hmm. take, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. So how has dating been for you guys over the last few months, like during the pandemic? Well, it's been so in Melbourne, we I'm currently in lockdown, but I haven't been in lockdown for about maybe, maybe since November. And we're mm-hmm. full on like nightclubs are open. There's dance floors at bars, so which jealous. is so weird because I reckon before for COVID, you'd go out and I would hardly ever meet someone out and then like go home with them or, you know, mm-hmm. go on a date with them after that because you're already talking to like 10 guys on your phone and they're talking yeah. to 10 girls on their phone. So it just never really works out like that. But at the moment, I feel like the entire of Melbourne is so like horny. Like you go just out and it. boys are like <laughs> touching you and you're like, ah, uh, no, you cannot go home with me. I just got here. I want to dance. <laughs> And then we can talk later. So that's been really interesting. Obviously, like, I think in lockdown it was quite nice when we did, like, you know, the walking dates and the picnic dates. It really did show Mm -hmm. you, like, who was actually genuine and didn't, like, you know, people who actually did want to find a connection, which is nice. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's been weird. I don't think I'm going to meet the love of my life while old mate Corona is around. Yeah. (laughs) How is it for you guys? I mean, we've obviously been in lockdown, I mean, on and off for so long. And like, you know, nightclubs and stuff like that haven't been open basically since the beginning of it. So what, like a year ago? Um, And it's, you know, like you said, so it's been nice. Like, I mean, I've got a boyfriend now. So I can't, I mean, I still talk like a single girl because I, (laughs) I think like I was single for like four years and we've been dating like... I think since like October. Um, but also oh, you I met in the lockdown. Five... Yeah. Well, so I, I mean, long story. I won't bore everyone with it. But we met about two years ago from a dating app. Oh yeah. And nice. then um, we kind of like dated on and off, and like he was a bit of a commitment phobe. 
So Mm. always kind of like ran away panicking. And then obviously he realised how amazing I was and just came running back. So now we're actually giving it a proper go. Story Um, of my life, hey? They always know, know, right? They always come running back. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but obviously before that, like, I think at the beginning of the, um, pandemic, I was, you know, doing like the video dates and stuff like that. And it was Mm. nice because, you know, and I'm sorry if my parents are listening to this, but, um, you know, (laughs) I do, you know, if I want to, I'll have sex on the first date. I've never had an issue with that. I just think if you're feeling it, the chemistry's there, you know, why not? You may as well have a bit of fun and, and whatever, Um, But, you know, I think maybe it was a good opportunity for me to maybe get to know them a little bit better. Yeah. Um, Because, honestly, generally, if I sleep with somebody on the first date, I never see them again. Yeah. (laughs) Like, all my my friends say, like, I date like a guy. Like, I date like a guy as well. (laughs) Yeah, it's, you know, it's not... I mean, sometimes I think it's good and sometimes I think it's not. But, yeah, I've always been the way that if I... So, it's funny because if I do actually like somebody... I generally will wait to sleep with them because otherwise I'm the exact you are actually exactly like me <laughs> we're the same person yeah. if I I was yeah. seeing two guys recently and the one that I actually really liked I didn't sleep mm-hmm. with him until ages but the one that I didn't yeah. like I was like straight away let's just do it yeah because like in my eyes and this is an awful thing to say but like in my eyes if you like someone you have a connection with them but you don't really see it going long term or you don't really want to see them again you may as well just get something out of it oh a hundred percent I literally say that all the time (laughs) I'm so glad there's more people like me this is amazing oh yeah yeah I know the other day my friend said to me she's like I think you're a sex addict and I was like "Mm." (laughs) and I just said just because I've slept with lots of people a lot of the times it's only been once not my fault that they only wanted to sleep with me once I never heard from them again maybe if they messaged me the next day my number would be a lot lower yes not my fault (laughs) so has that ever bothered you then like so have you ever slept with somebody on the first date with the intention of seeing them again or are you never really that fast um probably Probably, yeah. I yeah. I don't really think about it at the moment, like in the moment. Mm-hmm. I think it also depends, like what kind of date you are on. If you're at a bar yeah. and you're a few drinks in, chances are it's probably a yes from me. But if you're like <laughs> you you've gone to golf and then you you're eating ice cream in the car, that's yeah. not going to happen. Like that's just a yeah. bit awkward. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. So I've only played golf then? on one date, sorry. Like, that's not a common <laughs> <It> occurrence. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think that's quite a fun date. Do you mean, like, mini golf? Like, no, like, uh, I, I've been to mini golf? golf a few times. Yeah, I went to actual golf the other day. Oh, my God. Are you good? No, I was really bad. I didn't realise it was so hard. I thought we yeah. went to the driving range and I thought it would be so easy and fun, but it was just full yeah. of, like, the hottest men And they were all hitting it so far and I couldn't even hit the ball. And I was like, this is actually really embarrassing. (laughs) That's quite, I mean, I guess that's quite a fun date, like potentially, but I guess you're probably not going to see the guy again. (laughs) Oh, yeah, no. Well, I actually really liked him. He dumped me a few weeks ago, so. Oh, what a bastard. bit sad. (laughs) So with like... So obviously you've like been on this journey of like self-love and confidence and like you're in the best place you know you've ever been do you still find that your self-esteem gets 
um, knocked on dating apps or when you're dating, like when you meet people, like if they, you know, if you do like them and they kind of, you know, whether they dump you or, or whatever, do you find that still affects you or are you just like, oh, whatever, you're obviously just not for me? Um, like, I'm not going to say that I'm so stoic and nothing can tear <laughs> me down, but yeah. I definitely like, I'm like, if someone rejects me, I'm so rude and like ruthless. Like this guy messaged me <laughs> and we'd been seeing each other quite a bit. And he was like, Hey, like, I can't come tonight, made up some excuse and was like, maybe we'll see each other again. And I was like, let's not pretend that we're ever seeing each other again. <laughs> like, see ya, have a nice life. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I I feel like I put my walls up as soon as someone, like, hurts me. But then mm-hmm. also I always say to my friends who are just, like, newly dating, and this is something that I kind of learnt, like, maybe, like, two years ago of being single, is that mm-hmm. a funnier or a bad dating story is a funnier story to tell to your friends the next day. Like no one wants to hear that you went out for dinner, you really liked him, you had a great connection, you had a kiss and then he texted you the next day and you're seeing yeah. him again. No one cares. Whereas yeah, like boring. if it was absolutely <laughs> awful and even if he's a dickhead to you, it's actually mm-hmm. kind of funny. Like I just laugh yeah. about it. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe that like this happened. Yeah, I've literally got so many dating experiences like that as well. Because I think for being like single, like for such a long time, like I was like prolific. I would go on like four or five dates a week. I used to mm. have like a spreadsheet so I could remember name. I age, love that you had from, a job. spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, so I knew like who it was. So I could remember like the main points. So like if I was to bring up conversation, like. I would know exactly like I was making sure it was the right person yeah or like awful behavior but at the time it was fucking fun like I had Mm. such a good time like it was really really good um and I wouldn't change a thing about it like obviously there were ups and downs but it's you know in the grand scheme of things I have some like such funny stories and it was good it was fun I always feel like sorry for my friends that have been with their boyfriends for like forever. I'm like single. (laughs) Being single is actually so fun most of the time and you get to be really selfish. Like the things that I love about being single has nothing to do with all the free alcohol and dates that I go on. (laughs) It's more so like I wake up on a Saturday morning, I do exactly what I want, exactly when I want to. I Mm -hmm. order the takeout I want to every night. I watch the movies I want to watch. Like, I don't have to think about anyone at any point of time, which sounds a little bit sad, but it's really good. It's so good to work out who you are and what you actually like. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. I really, I couldn't agree more. I think it's so important to just have, like, just like you said, just be selfish because how Mm. many times really do you get to do that? Like, Exactly. Why not? Just embrace it and enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. So with dating and obviously, you know, self-love, like what are your like top dating tips that you can impart on the world? Like incorporating what you've learned or, you know, what you kind of want to achieve. Like what are your your top five? My top five? Oh, I've got a list. Let me... Oh, amazing. Yeah, let me go. (laughs) I I mean, give me more than five if you want, so... I'm going to, I'll skip through the ones that we've already touched on, but I'll just summarise. Okay. Love yourself first. Very important. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to fuck on the first day. 
and yes. confidence is key. Love that. There, my that's just a little bit of a summary. Oh, and also I've got written down here: worst dates are funnier than good ones. Agreed. That's always a good reminder. <laughs> One thing that I am really passionate about, and I get really mad at my friends, is do not ghost, even if you do not like someone. Yes. Just say it. Mm-hmm. Have the balls and tell someone that you're not that interested in yeah. them in that way. I think if you ghost someone, you're going to have the worst ghosting karma for the rest of your life and it's going to come back to bite you. Yeah. And, like, I don't know about you, but I have so much respect for a guy, even if I really liked him and after a first date he goes, hey, I had a really good time but I don't really see this going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, have have a nice life. Good luck with your job tomorrow or something. Yeah. I appreciate that so much. and Exactly. They don't do it, mm-hmm. but then girls do it back. So I'm like, you can't complain. I think, yeah, I mean, um, I really, really, the whole ghosting thing is just, it is so confusing to me because like you said, I'm exactly the same. So like if I have a, a good day or like a bad day or I just don't see it going anywhere, I'll message them and I'll just say, it's so nice to meet you. Thanks for a lovely evening, but I don't really see it going distance or whatever. And they're like, cool, thanks so much, all the best. And then it's done and dusted. You don't need to worry about it. There's no karma. There's no issues. There's no anything. And like, I've spoken to my guy friends before, and I think I've mentioned it on previous episodes. And, mm. you know, they're just like, oh, well, I don't want to hurt their feelings. And I'm like, don't think that you're that important in their lives. That if you like, message them saying, I don't want to see you again, no matter how ruthless or nice the message might be, that they're going to cry themselves to sleep and never get over it. Like, you're not that good for that person to be that affected by it especially after a first date like yeah no no one likes you that much exactly (laughs) yeah I just think people just need to realize like honesty is always the best policy that's one of my main things I agree completely what else what else do I have for you in my I'm like I love that you've prepared I'm like half of these are like really PG and then half of these are like R-rated so I will go R-rated I'll do a little (laughs) bit a little bit of a mix one is if it's not a fuck yes it's a fuck no so that's all about listening to your intuition if you have a bad feeling there's a reason why absolutely how many times do you go on a date with someone and then you always have this bad feeling and then at the end it comes to bite you in the ass because you try to push through. Don't yeah. push through. Agreed. Looks are not everything, but physical attraction is. So yes. I feel like, you know, it's so easy, especially on apps, to judge people by their appearance, but I don't think that's so much important. But you do need to be attracted to someone for it to work. I yeah. One of my last relationships, I was actually dating like my best friend and oh, love, wow. love him, but like we were just mates. So it didn't yeah. work. Like we didn't have that like romantic connection whatsoever. And that's yeah. like my. Are you still friends now? Ish, ish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like friendly. He wished me happy birthday. Yeah. So I well, think. that's something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, definitely find someone that you are so attracted to in whatever way, mentally, physically. Um, two forms of protection are better than one. So look after yourself, okay. ladies. Very important. That's good. Yeah, like And that. also boys don't really have to deal with it. Also, you cannot <laughs> change a fuckboy. 
and you cannot save somebody. Do you do you guys call them fuckboys in England? Yes, oh, I think oh, fuckboy is, that... is a world-renowned <laughs> I was like, term. am I using <laughs> Aussie slang? I don't know. But, yeah, I no, think it's like not. you can't change a bad boy and you mm-hmm. don't want to fix someone either. You're not someone's yeah. mum. You want to be someone's partner. Yeah, and absolutely. I am going to leave with leave you with don't take it too seriously and have fun like dating should be so much fun and yeah just do it for the stories do it for the instagram posts it's great (laughs) (laughs) do it for the yeah i literally i could not agree more i literally feel like we're like one person with our views (laughs) here i think that's really really good and it's just nice to know that like there are other people that just feel the same way like yeah. sometimes I'll talk to my friends and like it sounds like you're quite similar where you know they you know obviously they're your friends so they'll be supportive no matter what you decide to do but there's always like a little bit of judgment like in their tone yeah and it's just like look just have fun with it like you know if just leave me but you do you you do how you want to do it I'll do it how I want to do it and you know there's no reason why you know we need to get involved with each other's opinions you know I think that's like so important like don't judge other people how they date you know whether they've been in a Mm -hmm. relationship since they're 15 like that's them maybe that's what is meant to happen for them but in that same vein don't judge me back for what I do because you probably yeah yeah it's just different worlds yeah exactly well that is absolutely amazing I think we've touched on some really really good subjects and hopefully other people will be able to relate I think yes you know two girls you know we've kind of tried well trying and you know tried I don't know whether or not this who knows um to you know conquer the dating world and you know I think it's amazing like the journey that you've been on and that you find yourself in you know such a confident place and hopefully other people will be able to do the same yes I hope so um and yeah that's what I'm trying to do with my podcast and making sure that everyone is happy in who they are and just love themselves truly and utterly Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, it'll be so interesting to talk to different people from, you know, different walks of life Mm. to to see how they do it as well. So I think it'll be a really really interesting series. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Well, thank you so much. And um, yeah, check out um, Marissa's Selfish Sesh podcast, which is launching soon. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed.